Check Podcasts. Today we have a very exciting guest, somebody that I've been following since high school, which clearly was only five years ago. And they have such an amazing career and our paths have kind of crossed based on what we're doing. Selena Del Rumpel is a furniture designer. Is that what you would call yourself, Selena? Yeah, maker, designer, yep. Artist. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So just to give a little backstory to the audience, we have known each other Oh, do we want to say? Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't know. Uh, 20 years, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> we went to high school together up island. Oh, okay. well, let's not get crazy. <laughs> we only graduated like five years yeah, exactly. ago. <laughs> um, we grew up together up island in Port Alberni, went to high school together. Selena was always this amazing artist oh. and everybody was just in awe of everything that she did. And um, also good friends and hung out with the same crowd and that sort of thing. So I've been following you, you know, ever since high school. And you've really blossomed and created this amazing business. Thank you. How did you kind of get into it? I mean, I know you come by it honestly. Yeah, yeah, through my mama. So um, yeah, yeah, my mom had an upholstery shop. So a single mom, um, it was just out of our home. We had a, a shop. She had like a shop out in the garage. And um, yeah, that's how I was raised, basically, like helping her in the shop, me and my brother. And then um, I just loved furniture and antiques. And she, that was kind of like our pastime growing up was like going and collecting furniture and antiques and things like that. So yeah, she did reupholstery. And then um, I moved to Vancouver and I thought, I wanted to do something completely different, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and, um, and then I ended up working in an upholstery shop just to kind of pay my way through school. And mm-hmm. I realized how much I just really love the trade. And so, yeah, I started my own business. It's kind of a dying art. I find that, you know, there aren't many people doing it locally anymore. A lot no. of things are sourced offshore. Um, in China, that sort of thing. What you're doing is amazing because you actually build and create in your own shop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of that. Unfortunately, it is a bit of a dying trade and that's kind of, so I, yeah, when I very first started, um, it was reupholstery and then it morphed into custom high-end custom furniture. So one-off pieces. And Mm -hmm. I ended up doing quite high-end work, um, and learned a lot in the process and and had a really good team doing that. And I just, that really is a big passion for me is building the furniture and building the frames and engineering frames to be a certain feel and comfort. And, and so, yeah, we started Stab, which is my essentially sister company, um, three years mm-hmm. ago. And yeah, we build everything all in-house with the help of- And supply that to stores and such? Or? Yeah, we ha- we're just- um, on the edge of you know kind of thinking about doing that right now it's uh, just all been through our website mm-hmm. so online and we've got some opportunities that are coming up to kind of branch out and start doing um, some bigger volume so yeah we're, we're just working through all that but it's been really fun yeah yeah one well, what I love too is people can work with you to kind of come up with some very designer pieces something that 
it's kind of a throwback to the way furniture used to be. It's not just disposable. It's not like a five-year thing. You are investing in a piece that you can pass down to your children. Yeah, for sure. And that means so much to me. I think for, um, I would say maybe five years ago, uh, the trade kind of changed. It went from like doing really meaningful pieces, heirloom pieces, and then Mm -hmm. it kind of went to with the fast furniture trend where people were just asking me to fix their cushions. The foam was gone. The arm was broken. And so definitely saw the the quality go way down. And that's that's kind of what sparked Mm -hmm. starting Fab, the sister company. Was just wanting I to... love that. Well, I've had yeah. so many clients who have, say, purchased a very inexpensive sofa, even though it was expensive to them at the time. Yeah. And then when it's completely trashed and thrashed, it's, oh, well, maybe we can save some money and just recover it. And I try to explain to them everything that goes into making a sofa or recovering a sofa. You're essentially rebuilding it at that point. For sure. Yeah. And, and it's actually hard, like those couches that are not well made take longer to recover because you're you are really rebuilding it like it could be the springs the frame there's yeah. often cardboard in them and yep. staples and yeah you're having to like reframe it basically add add wood to make it structurally sound it's almost easier mm-hmm. to just build new which is kind of what we started doing yeah. so speaking of building new what is sort of the process what does it look like to build a sofa or a piece of furniture that's going to last yeah so we um Always start with a good base. So our frames, we um, we cut using plywood. So we've got patterns for everything on our CNC mm-hmm. machine. So we bought some machinery for cutting the frames and a laser cutter for the fabric. So um, it's basically like a puzzle piece that interlocks all together and it's really strong. And then it's all supported and, and locked together like a solid unit. And then we mm-hmm. use sinuous springs. And what does that mean? Oh, they're the, the kind of wavy <laughs> yes. zigzag springs. Yes. So a lot of places will use webbing on the seats now I'm finding. And so we always use springs on the seat in the back and then a really good quality foam on the arms. I think that's mm-hmm. something else that most manufacturers will kind of cheap out on. on. Well, that's actually a pressure point for a sofa. A lot of people exactly. sit on, the, sit arms on the arms it, or yeah. kids jump on them, that sort of thing. And a lot of them literally have a piece of cardboard that just sort of wraps it and that's the entire support on it yeah exactly and then we use really good quality foam inside of our cushions so i just have always felt like there's not one size fits all there's not one foam Mm -hmm. that suits everyone so we have three different options we've got standard foam which is a really good quality foam it's tried and tested and I've used it for years and years and it holds up really well. And then Mm -hmm. we have feather pouches and they're Canadian feathers. I'm really particular about all the materials that we use. And then the other option is a latex foam, which is a natural foam from the And I find it really is, it's kind of the whole Goldilocks scenario. It's really personal (laughs) preference comes into it. And sometimes I even have clients where maybe one partner really likes a firm foam and mm-hmm. the others want to just sink into it. So doing things like a feather wrap or something yeah. like that can be a good happy medium. What are some of your favorite pieces that you've done? Ooh, um, we've, oh, I love my mallow chair. It's mm-hmm. a swivel chair. It's just got a really nice big footprint and it's just kind of feels like a hug at the back. And it, I just love a swivel chair. Um, and then from that piece, I also, we just recently designed a sectional that's using the same yeah. kind of frame style as that. 
and I love the bubbly shape of it. Um, mellow is kind of play off of marshmallow, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's like got that like bubbly kind of approachable feel. We also have um, some beautiful dining chairs that we designed with um, one of our retailers in Boston. Oh, and wow. they're called the Embracer Curves um, chairs. And they've got this just a beautiful silhouette at the back. They've got three legs. And then there's just this beautiful detail, almost like a cleavage, we call it, at the very <laughs> back of the chair where the piping yeah. goes down and in. I really do love all of our pieces. They all have their own personality. Um, well, that's what I, I love, too, because you've done so many custom pieces for clients, things that you've just di designed together. So you yeah. kind of know what's tried and true and what yeah. other people will like as well. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. All the, I just kept seeing like it's kind of overwhelming getting something made that's full on custom because they don't know what it looks like or feels like. And it's mm -hmm. it can be kind of overwhelming. So then I just kind of compiled like what most folks are asking for. What yeah. is the most well, comfortable couch? What is the style? And then simplified. I've had so many people who want to adapt, maybe like, oh, I just want the seat to be two inches higher because I want more space underneath, or I want it to be like really low. And I don't think they understand the ergonomics of that sometimes. So mm -hmm. I love that you're so knowledgeable. You can kind of help walk people through what really is going to be a great finished product. Yeah. Yeah. I love talking to my customers like, okay, before the sale yeah. goes through, like I almost get, like, I, well, I do, I get on the phone. I'm like, okay, so I just want to make sure this is the right piece for you. How do you like sitting in the couch? Um, mm -hmm. Do you have something that you really enjoy right now? Or do you dislike? And then I, it just means so much to me to have whoever has my couches in their home, love them. I don't, absolutely. you know, it just, yeah, it means so much to all of us. What are some tips that you can give clients before they come and see you? Sort of things that they should think about as to what they like and information that they could bring to you to really create the best product possible. Oh, good question. Um, first of all, uh, I would start with your own furniture, kind of going through what do you have that you like and you don't like. Mm -hmm. And just take a tape measure. I love this chair and the seat height is this and the depth is that. Um, and just start thinking about, okay, I always need a pillow at my back. Maybe it's too deep or, yeah. Um, so that, and just, and also really studying what do you, I don't like this. I'm replacing this couch and this is the reason mm -hmm. why. Yeah. Um, and then also sizing. So I tell people you can either tape it out with green tape on your floor mm -hmm. or use existing furniture to kind of map it out in your space right. so you can see the boundaries. I think one important thing too that I've had some clients that they haven't thought of is a piece of furniture that gets into their house as well. So, you know, yes. either doing it in a modular form so you can fit yep. through doors, around corners, that sort of thing. Because some of these sofas and sectionals are giant. Yes. And I've had some, one client actually moved because they oh. had purchased the sofa before they had consulted me and it wouldn't even go in the front door. So they really wanted it. And oh, that's dedication. That was a compromise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then just going onto the website and poking around and, and just mm -hmm. seeing, having an idea of what pieces you want to see. And then, yeah. Um, yeah. I know some people like the look of something and don't realize what it's going to feel like when they sit on it. Some of the sofas out yeah. there are kind of like a big dog bed. And if you're not ready to be reclining 24-7 when you yes. have company over, that sort of thing, it might not be the best fit for you. Or yeah. some people with a low back on the sofa, it doesn't actually mm -hmm. provide the support and the head support mm -hmm. that they want. So it really is important to run all through all those things with you. Yeah. 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 And I try on the website under each product to list out kind of, you know, 
the details of like, mm-hmm. this is how it sits. This is how it feels. This is good for this application. If you like to right. sit like that, this is. So we try, try to give all that info. And then when it comes to fabric too, there's so many different options. A lot of people, yeah. you know, they, because it is a big investment, they want something mm-hmm. that they're still going to love in 10 years, but then other people don't just want something boring. So what would your recommendations be for that? Oh, we'll definitely start with on our, like on our site, there's um, all the fabrics have the details of what's high wearing and what, you know, mm-hmm. we've got things from linen that are a little bit more sensitive up to performance fabric. So reading yeah. the details in there, um, but then just kind of start with ordering samples and just, you kind of have to touch and feel it. And I'm that way. Mm-hmm. I'm tactile. I, I need to feel it, but definitely look at the weave. If you've got pets, make sure it's a really tight weave. So their claws don't they don't want to yes. use it as a, a scratching pad. And, um, and they find hair too. If it's a loose weave, yeah. a lot of the hair just gets woven right into the threads true. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love performance fabrics. We've just, we've brought in a couple new ones from Romo that mm-hmm. are bulletproof. I've used them for years and years and they feel nice. They're soft. And you can literally, I had a client who tested a white, <laughs> the white version that we have with mustard, squeeze the mustard oh, on wow. it. And just cleaned it out with water. Wow. So I feel yeah, good we've about come that. a long way. <laughs> yeah. and I think a lot of people too, when they think of the performance fabrics, they think of like the old microfibers yeah. where you get the tracking and the butt prints True. and that sort of thing. But they've come such a long way. There's so many different textures and, yeah. and looks that you can get. And one thing that I often recommend to clients too, I don't know if you're the same, but if they're wanting to kind of play it safe, build the sofa in a fabric maybe that's a neutral, neutral. or something that's solid and then they mm-hmm. go crazy on the toss cushions because it's exactly. easier to change up yeah that's what I always say I think yeah you kind of get I love pattern and I love co- color but even mm-hmm. I get tired of it so yeah yeah and I'm a little yeah. scared of commitment too so I like <laughs> maybe even a crazy accent chair or something that's not yeah. gonna take over the entire space yeah exactly something that's easy to change so mm-hmm. I want to let the viewers know about a crazy little story that happened a few years ago with you when you created a chair for Lady Gaga. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that story just keeps that. coming back around. Right? Yeah, <laughs> because it's so cool. It's just like you put yourself out there and just go for it. Uh, well, yeah, it was really fun. I called it Project Get This Chair to Lady Gaga. And yeah. um, it was back when I had my shop in Burnaby. and. Lady Gaga was coming to town and I just always admired her creativity mm-hmm. and her boldness, right? So yes. I wanted to make a chair to give to her as a gift um, that would just showcase that and just yeah. have a little fun. So um, it basically, it's hard to explain what it looked like, but it kind of was, it had fingers that came up and then on the top of the fingers was a ball and I made this, it covered the whole thing in black uh, velvet and then the seat was kind of almost shaped like a dog bed really it was a big oval yeah. chair and the seat had diamond tufting and then um, the legs like everybody that knows me had to put in a session hot gluing rhinestones on the legs <laughs> <laughs> and so it's this pretty wild bold piece and I basically dedicated a month of my life to just trying to get a hold of her contacts to give it to her yeah, it was great I, social media content. It was awesome. I was on all the news stations. I was in every newspaper. I talked to so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had so many people trying to help me. Yeah. And we even had a film station 
the night of the concert, start at the shop, videoed us loading the chair up. I made this platform, yeah. covered it in sequin fabric, oh, silver sequin, amazing. and put casters on it. I was dressed like Lady Gaga, fishnet <laughs> nylons, and like yeah. some bathing suit or something. And yeah. we, we took it down there. We had lineups of people like around the block. We had big banners like, help us get this chair to Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and we never got it to her. I still have the chair, oh, but I can't she even. She missed out. <laughs> well, you know, never, who knows? She might still get it one day. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're worried like for security reasons that there was a bomb in the chair or something. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I do yeah. wonder if she heard about it, but uh, yeah, I still there's still like, time. There's still time. Even to this yeah. day, I have people, strangers that will say, I saved this clipping out of the newspaper and I knew one day if I was to have my couch done, I wanted it to be you. And I thought just oh. was so inspiring. So it was cool. That's so cool. It really is great. What's, yeah. what's next for you? Like you, I feel like you always have something on the horizon and always hustling and moving forward. You know what? I'm I'm at the point right now where I just want to simplify life and have yeah. um, some peace. And I'm not looking, to be honest, to like do anything yes. wild and crazy and new. I just I just want to really tighten up the the process here at the shop and get mm -hmm. fab running. And yeah. to me, now that is so exciting is just designing pieces that people are going to love and use and cherish yeah. and have in their family forever. Like to me, now that is that is the exciting thing. And be able to have probably a little bit of balance between work and, and normal life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've got a little cabin now and that's kind of my happy place. I love going there in the summer. That's and... so cool. I love watching that on social media too. Oh, thank just, you. Again, it's a great outlet for your creativity. Yeah, well, I, I just think that it's so amazing everything that you're doing. What are some ways that the viewers can find you, um, get their product, get custom pieces, all of that? Um, well, we've got a website, so everything is up on the, on the website, um, fab.com, mm -hmm. F-F-A-B-B. People always get tripped up with the name, but it's yeah. the, my original company was Fabulous Furnishing, so it's a little spin-off of that, so fab.com. Love it. And everything's on there, prices, you click your foams and your fabric to update the cost, and it's there. Mm -hmm. um, we're open by appointment as well, so um, we've got stuff in our showroom here in North Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And who knows, maybe soon we'll have a showroom and uh, someone repping us in Victoria. We're kind of chatting that yeah. through right now. So it'd be nice that's to awesome. have some things on Vancouver Island. We are shipping there right now. So that's, that's great. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it is nice just to hop over the water and come for a little day in Vancouver too. Yeah. Come on down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much yeah, for spending time you. with us today and sharing your product and your passion for what you do. Yeah, you too. You're always inspiring and always just such a beautiful, positive spirit. And I, uh, I love following you too. So thank you. Thanks for having me oh, on. Thank you so much, Selena. Yeah, you take care. Bye.